Live from Charlotte Comedy Theater in beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina, it's Three Guys and a Podcast. A podcast starring three guys, Jared Burton, Andy Smith, and Jason Spooner. And now, three guys. That's right, guys. It's time for another edition of Three Guys in a Podcast. All right. So excited to be here. I'd like to give a big round of applause to myself, Jason Spooner. <laughs> yes, Jason. It's <laughs> <laughs> every time he ever gets clapped. And I'd like to like, give another round of applause for my co host, Jared Burton. Whoa. <laughs> Jared Burton's here. Uh, I want to uh, get you guys to go to our uh, blog page, uh, which is Three Guys in uh, a Podcast.blogspot.com. Uh, we're, there you can subscribe and get some information about us. Uh, you can also reach us on our email, which is three guys in a podcast at gmail.com. So uh, definitely reachable. Send us emails. We want to be in touch with our audience. Swinging it over to my next guy. Andy Smith here. Oh! Let's not forget, I don't even need a round of applause. What? Oh. All right, I'll take Slow it. clap. Slow clap. Golf clap. Golf clap. <laughs> and, and with us again in studio, improviser extraordinaire, Austin De Palma. Yes. yes. Austin. Oh, yes. It's good to be here again. The He's big great. AD. It's good to be here again. So uh, Coming you, back from the continent across yeah, the lake. That's right. You just recently got back in the country. Uh, got you any did. good uh, stories, any good interactions with uh, foreigners and stuff you can tell us? There's a lot of good stories, some of them that are probably unmentionable on air. Um, <laughs> you know, a, a month in a, foreign, in a group of foreign countries will do that to you. Really? Um, one thing I do want to share with you guys, because I think you'll get a kick out of it, uh, I, I visited Genoa, Italy, and I was staying in hostels while I was there. And so nice, was, like the yeah, movie. Yeah, like the movie. Except did they have hot the, chicks? They did have hot chicks. Nice. Yeah. Torture yeah. chambers? The torture chambers were few and far between, yeah. but yes, they did they in some them places. Yeah. <laughs> you wave your fingers underneath, and that's when your eyeball gets popped out. Yeah. That's where the senator should have gone. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, so good. But there was a guy in Genoa, Italy. Um, I went outside one morning, and... and was um, was just kind of looking at the uh, looking at the scenery, and this little old man. He, he must have been seventy or so. Uh, he came up to me and he starts talking to me. And he's got two teeth, and he's smoking cigarettes, and he smells terrible. And he gets all oh. he gets two inches from me and gets all creepy on me, like, "Hey, where are you from?" Oh, that is nice. Oh, big money there. Big money. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And he, had been, yeah. and he had been talking to this other guy that was kind of a little bit away from me. And as the guy left, he kind of looked at me and was like. So I was like, all right, man, I need to leave. I got to go. And I went inside and got changed to go out and gallivant around. Well, the next morning I wake up and I'm, I'm eating breakfast and I come out of the, the little breakfast area. This guy is out laying on the bench in front of the hostel, like sprawled out, like, hey, I'm Marilyn Monroe looking for some little boys to come and harass. This guy was the creepiest dude I think I've ever been accosted by ever. Nice. And I've been accosted by some dudes. That's very though. Yeah. <laughs> that eye contact he made with that guy just shows how meeting strange people transcends cultural boundaries. <laughs> it does. Strange is strange everywhere. Yes, That's it is. Sure. Especially oh. when they're creepy. Yeah. At so least they didn't tell you in that wicked accent you look mighty good in those jeans. Well, that I was, would have been weird. I was expecting him to invite me to his house. 
or a, a romp or two. The fact that you found him on a bench in the morning. Want to come box. back to my bench? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever had that? You know that experience with uh, the foreign culture, or or just a weird dude out on the street? Uh, I, uh, I, I mean, the, the weirdest I get or I got was about ten years ago. A group of my friends went to Tijuana to a strip club. And it donkey wasn't with show. a specific now nah, no donkey show. It wasn't with a specific like <laughs> person. I don't know. Why can't you say donkey show? Uh, one? And you can say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Should you say it? That, that's that's the uh, issue. Elephant show. What was it? Was it wearing? It's a circus. Right. <laughs> so anyhow, and what they would do, and this just freaked us out. The the bartenders would just come up. Behind you, you'd have no idea they were behind you, and they tip your head back and just pour tequila down your throat. What's really? wrong with that? <laughs> Sounds pretty sweet. Uh, I used to go to a laundry you know like that. <laughs> but when you don't, and some guy just comes up behind you, jerks your head back, and starts pouring stuff down your throat. <laughs> what is this? What is this fire? Then once it hits your lips, <laughs> you're like, it's okay. <laughs> you wake up five days later, you're on like a boat to Shanghai. I will say that a friend of mine. Traveling. With this the was great. It was a friend of mine's first time ever at an adult men's club, Ooh. and uh, he had as opposed to a young men's club. He had a, yes, he had a. Uh, Call that Boy Scouts. Yeah. You That's also an adult men's club. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. He had a, a, a Superman ring. Yes. <laughs> Got stolen by one of the dancers. Oh, what? A Superman. She, she lifted it. It was a. It was a solid silver Superman ring. It was really nice. <laughs> And she lifted it. We've got different definitions of nice. <laughs> you saw it. You think it was nice. It wasn't plastic. Okay? I mean, maybe Whoa. it was like a Green Lantern's ring. I'd be all about it. But just a... Okay. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. No, I've had a great experience. We've hundred angry letters yeah. now from... from Dude, I haven't been... Besides yeah. Tijuana in Canada, that's as far as out of the country I've gone. Uh, I have an experience. Oh. Uh, growing up, uh, we did a lot of inner city kind of mission work, uh, giving out food and clothes. Uh, which was a really, you know, rewarding experience. But one of the ex- experiences that sticks out in my mind, um, I was probably like 10, 11, 12, somewhere around that age, and we did a big clothes drive. And we just we had tons of stuff people giving us, and we would hand it out. And this guy came up who was a uh, transgender. He was, you know, he had the boy, par- the boy parts and the right. fake girl parts. I don't know if they were real. Mm. Uh, but huge, big black guy just come up. He's probably 6'4", six, 6'5", six, probably 250, 260. I mean, just a big guy. Seek up. Uh, that's what he did. He, he came up and he asked me, he's like, do you guys have any double Ds? <laughs> and like, and Jerry's like, batteries? <laughs> and so, like, in my straightest face, you know, I'm like... <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> you didn't want to give away anything? <laughs> I, was, I was like, I'll go check. And so, like, I walked back into the back. I literally looked. And we had, you know, no double Ds fresh out. And I walked out. I said, I'm sorry. All we have is a C cup. <laughs> Will that work for you? <laughs> and, you know, in his gruff voice, he was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> Would you like to touch them? Wow. Where do you progress conversation from at that point? I don't know. Uh, I think that's a, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. That was, I mean, you know, my mom, like, she still talks about this as a day. Like, you know, as far as she was there, you know, and she sees me, and she's like, 
oh, he kept a straight face the whole time. And I was like, <laughs> I think at that point in time, like, I kind of knew what was going on, but I didn't really oh, know. Was, I was probably 10, 11, 12. Oh, you know? maybe a little. But, <laughs> Did you right know about then, the transgendered back then? I, well, I knew that that wasn't right. <laughs> 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 Whatever was going at me, I wasn't used to. <laughs> so, well, but was, uh, besides that, I didn't know too much about it. So. I think the, uh, to go back to our topic at hand. What's that? <laughs> I think the strangest person I've ever met I was living in Canada for a couple of years in high school and I met a what drunk park? Victoria Canada right above Seattle nice. 48th longitude wow that <laughs> is exciting it's a lie uh, please go on so there was this I met this one guy uptown and he saw that I had a, back then I had a backpack and I had an American flag on the backpack because uh, I didn't have any other things to put on my back in my backpack so I put an American flag on <laughs> But the guy kept following me around, going, oh, he was a American. He was a rich man. You give me stuff. <laughs> so, and so he followed me around. But what, what got really weird was he learned my schedule. Oh. Like when I was going to be downtown, and he would wait for me by the bus and then follow me to where I was going. Oh, I protect you and you pay me. <laughs> you got a bodyguard. Well, apparently, apparently, a homeless bodyguard. It was worse. Jason Unsolicited. woke up and there he is sitting next to his bed. I got oh, him. <laughs> No, I mean, well, I, I felt bad for him. So occasionally I would buy him, like, McDonald's or Burger King or yeah. something. I mean, that was back when McDonald's had that 10 hamburgers for $5 deal. Right on. So I'd buy him 10 hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then he followed me home like a puppy. <laughs> See, if you were smarter, you would have bought him and given him one a day. <laughs> oh, rationed. Teach a man to buy hamburgers, That's sir. Right. <laughs> teach a man to grill. You feed him for life. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the art of grilling. <laughs> Give a oh, man a grill. Yeah. Feed him for life. Burn him for a day. <laughs> Teach a man to grill. He becomes a rap star. <laughs> that is awesome. Robert You would almost say he was addicted to you. Yeah, I think he uh, definitely think he was addicted to oh, me. Oh my goodness. Throw in to me and I'm gonna catch. <laughs> I choose to receive. I'm gonna That's tell what you. She said. What? Okay. I'm going to teach you uh, how to uh, <laughs> – apparently everybody's liking the sex humor today. So, so uh, yeah, all right. I was talking about a kid-friendly animal show. Andy, and you, you have no credential when it comes to know. sex humor. <laughs> You're just cut off. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to talk about how to break a world of Warcraft addiction. Um, My brother has one of those, actually. I, I have a yeah. quasi. I know somebody that has one. Quasi. Yeah. I think we all know. I think we all know one. someone. <laughs> no, I, we all literally know yeah. someone. Yeah. When I was an RA, the kid that lived next to us, um, I, he didn't come out of his room for twenty days. Yeah, and uh, and I had to actually go in there and get somebody to remove him because he was playing World of Warcraft. He would just order pizza. I don't I don't wow. there was actually bottles of, of pee that he peed in next to his computer. Oh, really? And and uh, needless uh, to say he was in top notch shape. Yeah. Uh, from sitting in his computer in World of Warcraft. Sounds like it. a stud. Uh, that's a that's a tongue twist. World of Warcrafting it. Or the yes. word crafting it? Yeah, but um, they give you uh, some tips about how to break that, which I think this could apply to almost any video game addiction. But I Take do know in the world, the Warcraft world, uh, that it's pretty serious because it's kind of like a you, you build a, a society. You know, it's basically like walking into one of your comic books and saying, "Hey, what's up? I'm this ogre guy that can club you." Well, also too, I mean, you touched on this, so you have you have people there that this yeah. is their only social interaction. Yeah. I mean, oh, on yeah. the screen, they're a hot elf chick. In reality, they're three hundred plus 
you know, skinny man that just can't get anything or yeah. talk to anyone or have Kick no dynamite. friends. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's pretty serious stuff. But one of the tips, you know, obviously this is what goes with any problem. But the first thing is you have to admit that you have a problem. Because if you, if you don't have a problem, you're never going to fix it. So World of Warcraft, any addiction – I'm, I'm addicted. So that's the, your first step anywhere. But uh, the second one is you got to find out what caused it. You know, uh, with the world of Warcraft, you, you talked about it because that's a lot of people's only social interaction. That's the only way you're connecting with any peers, any friends, and you're allowed to be this superhero. You know? So don't grow up and be a dork and you won't be addicted to it then. Well, and it's, 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 right? it's, it's hard. easier no, it's to interact hard. in a fantasy land than it is in real life, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. You don't like yeah. someone in there, you, you yeah. kill them. Block them. I'm blocked. Or kill them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Erase their character. I like uh, the two tips it says to kind of help you. Um, it's kind of like the patch for World of Warcraft. I cannot say that. But uh, World of Warcraft, the patch, it says um, a lot of these people, because of the way the game is, is kind of a, a violence or, you know, fighting. They say take a martial arts class. You know, uh, take the time. You learn that. You got oh, the right. discipline. You're getting out. You're interacting. You know, take a class. I've never actually done the martial arts class. But, um, but somebody that's addicted to that. Violent game. Do you want that nut job knowing how to actually fight on the street? Well, do you uh, think many of these people? Dude, you just cut in front of me on the bus and he takes you out. I don't know. Yeah, pound fist comes towards you. I don't think any of these guys are going to be Bruce Lee anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're going from no activity to at least some. But uh, the next thing is read fantasy novels. You know, uh, interact, read a book, get outside, see what the sun looks like. Um, it's that yellow thing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stare at it too long, though. I thought this one was funny. Uh, the, the, the third step is to burn yourself by finding ways to cheat at World of Warcraft. You basically you beat the game, you find all these cheat codes, you get to the end, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, the, the thing anymore. with World of Warcraft, though, it's, there's not an ending to it. It, no. it keeps yeah, going. It goes. So yeah. I don't, that one I don't understand. You can't really get to the end of it. But i gotta, I got to read this because it says – I mean this is the tips. It says, find a private server to play on with ultra-fast leveling gold. <laughs> Cheat, <laughs> what? Cheating through the entire game in an hour will get you burnt out very, very quickly. Some of them give so much XP, they level you up ten levels for discovering the first major city. <laughs> Why did he start speaking a foreign language? And mob start out this. dropping – 5G each. I don't even know what that means. If you say so, Jared. You literally say went to so. a foreign language. I right that, that was word for word. It was telling you what to do to that burn yourself though. out on the on the wow and the world I of need Warcraft. My English World of Warcraft dictionary. <laughs> Jason's like, I can't believe it. Yeah. So um, make it a joint effort. Find a friend that's addicted to say Crack. <laughs> I was thinking one of the Dungeon and Dragons. Uh, I'll try your crack. Yeah. And try my World of Warcraft. <laughs> Switch drugs. You try to work week. him off the cards. Yeah. He works you off the, the laptop. <laughs> uh, last two tips. It says uh, set up parental controls. You know, go ahead and just block it. You know, can't get to it. Uh, schedule. I'm Forty-five. Setting up a parental control on my own computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this. All right. I got to. I got to read these last two. I, I, I schedule other activities with your free time. Obviously. You know, do something besides wow. Uh, the last wow. one is, uh, and I love this, sabotage your wow future. <laughs> Get on your character, destroy all of your items, and delete your character. <laughs> you know, oh, if, whoa. if all else fails, get them laid. Yeah. <laughs> Getting some laid. layness, I yeah. think, would get anybody out of this. So, Basically, you commit World of Warcraft suicide. <laughs> all joking aside, three guys in the podcast does not support the addiction of World of Warcraft. If you... <laughs> Or anyone you know has a problem, please seek help. Please email our yeah. social person, Jason, at 
three, three guys in a podcast at gmail.com. I'll be able oh. to counsel you through all the <laughs> horrors and tragedies that come with breaking. He does have a degree. Yeah. So and something. I know that uh, I guess I, I missed that boat, the whole kind of video game. Like I love video games and I got to play the Wii for the first time this past weekend. Which I bought. Oh my that's gosh. Buy that is crawling is ridiculous. Yeah, that's oh my broke. goodness. All those games I totally took out a ceiling fan. <laughs> I was like, tennis this ceiling fan and uh No, I got I got I bought one this weekend. I was so excited. I was actually just coming to see if they had one in stock. And they're like, oh, we actually have one. I was like, bye. <laughs> so I got it home. And I, tell my, this is, I tell my girlfriend, this is the first thing I bought without consulting. What I was like, baby, I bought us a Wii. What did it cost? With the, I got the Legend of Zelda with it, so it was like three thirteen. Now, I don't feel so bad. Let's, let's go it's off of, of spending money on something. And like you obviously don't have buyer's remorse. No, I so bought fun. Sunday. I walk into Walmart. I'm, I'm looking down the toy aisle. And what do I see? Superman. No. <laughs> Even better. Ultimate Bumblebee, sixteen inches tall, Transformer, eighty bucks. Oh. I dropped it like that. Went up, paid for it, took it home. <laughs> Says it's for five years olds. Up, took me twenty minutes to make that sucker into the car. <laughs> There's no oh way five year olds doing it any faster. <laughs> Played with it for a while, listened to the music, all the sounds it made, and then looked at it and went. What did I just? <laughs> I just spent eighty five dollars on this. So what are you gonna do with it now? Uh, Sell it on I eBay. can answer that. I boxed it back up, took it back, and got my money back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let this be funny. a lesson, kids. When you open a box, open it gingerly so you could always put something back in it to take back. Well, you know what? Some things you can take back. <laughs> <laughs> like what, Jason? <laughs> wow. Our segue's getting better than oh. Sign us up. Well, Jerry like watching a PowerPoint slide. Well, Jerry Lewis is going to try to take it back. Jerry Lewis says he's sorry for the anti-gay slur. Jerry Lewis dropped an anti-gay slur during the 18th hour of his annual Labor Day telethon. He apologized yesterday for a what he calls bad choice of words. The 81-year-old showman on stage during the live telecast Monday was goofing around and dodging his cameraman, <laughs> then went into a ramble about imaginary oh. family members. He's quoted to being said, Oh, your family has come to see you, he said, speaking to the camera and gesturing it's towards like dinner. It's like he's here in the room. I know. <laughs> That's an impression. Hey. Only one of us could do Dino. Hey! <laughs> you remember by your older son, he said. And motioning again, Jesse, the illiterate bad word. And not the four-letter word. What's the three-letter word begin with? It it's starts a, with an F. It's a short a stick. Or in Europe, it's a, a cigarette. cigarette. Rhymes a cigarette. with gag. No, Lewis said, stopping himself before continuing. The gay and lesbian alliance against defamation, or CLAD, called Lewis's use of the term simply unacceptable. I apologize to anyone who was offended, Lewis said in this statement. Everyone who knows me understands that I hold no prejudice in this regard. In the family atmosphere of the television and telethon, I forgot that not everyone knows me that well. <laughs> Lewis's telethon raised $63.7 million for the Muscular Dystrophy Association, up $3 million from last year. Yeah. I would like to remind everyone that that three-letter word is the same word that it was Isaiah Thomas from uh, Grey's Anatomy got fired for mm-hmm. saying. That's yeah. true. So I don't know how much this apology is going to hold up. Well, that being said, the man is eighty-one <laughs> years old. <laughs> I know, and up eighteen hours. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like he's a twenty-year-old guy, or you know, he's eighty-one. Yeah. Right. You I know? mean, 
people people who saw it said that he he was acting drunk. I'm just I think he was just acting senile. Yeah, <laughs> he's old. I'm a Jerry Lewis fan, but yeah. he's not all there anymore. I want to talk about something that that happened. Like I, I, I you know, being from a comic, um, you know, I have a feeling that people take too seriously, and I, I'm I'm into being you know uh, kosher and not and not being too uh, off the cuff and trying to be uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for politically correct, politically yeah, a little yeah. PC. Um, and, and but uh, I was at work, and then we have um, a guy that works with us, and uh, we have a lot of uh, black ladies. Love them; they're nice. Um, I, I do. I'm just saying, and and, and uh, I have so much fun. And um, this guy, he, he's just kind of crass. I don't I don't know. Like he he'll say things sometimes, and I'm just like, okay. And, and I think everybody there knows him. You know, he's been there like ten years. They know that he doesn't mean anything by sure. it. Hmm. Um, and, and 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 most people don't. But. Uh, He'll go up and and he'll talk to him and say, "These are my plantation girls." Oh, that's that's what he that's what he called. That's what he called. I'm not I'm not kidding. And like and they and and they know him and they and they brush it off like it's nothing. Wow. But there was a new girl that came to work down there. Oh. A new black lady, nice lady, good worker. He goes in and and he says. Oh, it's another one of them plantation girls. Oh. It says it. She files a complaint. Huh. I mean, wow. you know, but I, I'm just, I'm just like, I, I, you know, nice guy. Uh, think before you speak. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, you know, I like you test the waters like first. Because yep. he was like, I didn't, I didn't realize that offended anybody. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to him. I said, you're living the South. It's, it's more of an issue here than it's going to be anywhere yeah. else. And then you're going to go and, and, and just test the waters by jumping in and saying cannonball and I'm just yeah, like that's not testing no, no that's just diving on it so I mean you know me being a, being a comic you know they, they came and talked to me like well did you hear it I said yes and I said did it offend you I said no nothing oh, really nothing really offends me <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> I do understand that but I, but I said I can understand you know them no being, my but, ancestors uh, were never owned why would <laughs> I mean, I'm Aryan what are you talking um, about but I, I mean you know like how many times have, have we seen people get fired for you know obviously the IMA situation yeah uh, or, you, or just not being PC about things well I think alright let's alright let's let's be honest most I'm going to stereotype this most middle aged white guys of which I am a part of we're not offended by okay, much. Okay, you no. are not a middle-aged white guy. <laughs> oh, young, right. young, middle, quarter, no, third, third, third age, third age. <laughs> point, point of the story is some guys. There's very you're little gonna that die you in your joke 40s? about, or I would be offended by it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I, I really don't care. Well, it, it is tough. I know that you guys, and I was even talking to my wife about this. Being in a comic kind of situation, everybody's kind of edgy, you know. Comics, yeah, it's tough uh, to, comics I think can it's say tough to a they can say things, and like you know, I can be hanging out with my uh, my black friends that I do have, and yeah, I, I don't have my token black them. friend, but and I can say something that is edgy, you know, that would be edgy, and it doesn't offend them because they realize it's humor. It's it, you know, yeah, and, they know and you. I don't really, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, obviously. I've, you've got to filter that when you walk into the workplace or professional environment oh, yeah. to say, hey, you know, I'm not going to say this. Or their family's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> or dining room, for that matter, I guess. I was thinking of Michael J. Fox when he climbed in the wrong window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing in my house? Landlord says. <laughs> Sorry. You said so, oh. but uh, that was, you know. It's a good movie. Uh, Michael J. Fox, uh, where are you now? I, it's true, though. I, I, it, it's upset to me that he has the issue. And uh, and I really, you know. <laughs> no, actually, I'm, I'm glad you touched on that. Yeah. Um, I think, my, the way, you know, the, the fact that Michael J. Fox can step up and uh, put as much 
awareness on Parkinson's disease as he's done doing and still do great work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Big time. I Definitely. think this is amazing. Can I tell you guys, it's a funny joke, but it's edgy about Michael J. Fox? Or do you guys? Sure. Uh, Let's hear it. I'm, I'm, Actually, it's I take not back as edgy my, as my, my easily offended part goes to Michael J. Fox. Okay. I'm uh, not. There's a, there's a comic, and I, I can tell you his name later, but he wrote a joke about Michael J. Fox, and he was like, I was working for a novelty items um, company, and, uh, and I got fired uh, because uh, they asked me to design something, and I designed a bobblehead. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and said. The, oh, yeah. the Parkinson's Foundation didn't think it was funny when I made a bobblehead of Michael J. Fox. <laughs> oh. uh, so, okay. Anyway. I would, I would Is it a bobble that. arm, bobble leg, that. too? It was a bobble body. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. All right. I just took that but, sorry. Uh, I apologize to anybody out there. That was a joke uh, by, by Jared Stern, it's not a four, Jared Burton. Before that, so, word. Yeah. Right. So. Well, it's a good thing that he wasn't a. Uh, Cheating on this word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, the art of segwayism. Okay. Uh, I do want to touch on this short story I saw today in Reuters. Uh, it's, it's talking about some stuff that's going on in the country of Colombia. Apparently, they're starting to crack down. And did you know that it is illegal for somebody to commit adultery if you're like a military or, or a Senate or if you're in Congress, like that it's actually illegal to commit really? adultery? I huh. never prosecuted on it, but whatever. Because well, so, everybody um, does it, right? Yeah, exactly. They tried to impeach Clinton. But uh, this story is married, married Colombians engaged in passionate extracurricular activities may soon have to think twice about their philandering ways. If a senator's proposed legislation punishing adultery gets the green light. Senator Edgar Espindola said he proposed a law that would impose fines and enforce community service as punishment for adulterers in an effort to protect family values and shield children from broken homes. He says, I believe a lot of my companions are going to support this initiative, Espindola. Uh, this project should motivate Colombians to reflect on the importance of marriage, their home, and the importance of family. Uh, he said uh, aggrieved parties could take complaints and evidence such as photographs to local family judges who would decide, uh, decide to impose. Photographs? I was going to say, what yeah. kind of evidence do they have? Evidence, you know, uh, on cheaters. We could just turn cheaters on. Yeah, Credit card receipts. Yeah. Who would that. decide to impose fines of up to 20 uh, minimum monthly salaries, around $4,000. Huh. So, yeah. Uh, but they're going to start. Uh, spend more of that on hotel rooms. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I like this last part. It says some local radio commentators joke the proposal would get short shrift in Columbia's Congress because lawmakers were likely to want to hide their own indiscretions <laughs> in the mostly Roman Catholic country. Mm. Who would so, have thought? Who would have thought that radio people would make fun of something? Yeah, <laughs> that's hysterical. So, but yeah, I just uh, I like the term adult extracurricular activity. Yeah, so that's that's, that's what I'm going to start yeah. using. It's like an after school special. That's the uh, PC way. Yeah, I'm going to so. go home. Could you, could you shorten that to ACC? ACC, yeah, I guess you could. If you were if you were actually in the colleges, I guess you could. ACC, ECC, it's competing tonight. I don't. Would it be AEA? Well, guys, the question is: before you even start cheating with a woman, you need to know if she's into you. How do you know that, Jason? You also need to have good credit, apparently. If she doesn't laugh at your joke, she's not learn that. Every time you get caught, it's 100 points off your credit score. <laughs> Guys, here I have for you by Kate Mitchell. Five signs she's into you. Whoa. Five signs Kate's into me? She, I don't think I've ever met her. Uh, hey. She's into you. I heard she's into you. Uh, I'm taking Kate, sorry. She likes Sheen. I want to, I want to, uh, Who doesn't? I want to set the tone here. Set it. You and a pretty redhead are tucked away in the corner of the table. Like that's impossible to get into the new French bistro. Yeah? And lo and behold, you know she's laughing at your jokes, twirling her hair, and 
giving other crystal clear signs she's into you. Wow. That is nice. Or is she? <laughs> tell me, know. brother love. Is I like she? the setting. <laughs> Problem I like the is, I like the ambiance. It can be hard to tell sometimes whether a woman is truly interested or just going through the motions. But luckily, there are plenty of ways to tell the difference. The signs below are the real deal. Real Ooh. deal. Sign number one: She touches herself up, and not that way. <laughs> and that is a good way to I'm tell. Turn this microphone off now. <laughs> no, you makeup. She uses makeup to touch yes. herself up. If she's uh-huh. using herself to the restroom between courses, it's doubtful she has a weak bladder. Nope. She's touching herself. More up. likely, she's there freshening up to make her makeup or making sure her hair is in place. All for you. Wow, that makes me feel special. Number two: mm-hmm. She asks about your family. <laughs> yo family yo. <laughs> she asks about, she asks about your, your family, family like, where's the reunion <laughs> do I need to raise when a woman likes a guy she doesn't want to get to know just him says Jillian Strauss author of Unhugged Generations truth about why we're still single she wants to know about his family and friends she's looking for clues about what life with him would be like indeed especially if you've been set up or on a blind date and know very little about each other I feel like we've just turned on NPR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All Jason's right. Like, and now, back to the stuff. <laughs> Where's the, the music? We need the soft music in the background. If he's close oh, to his family, it shows that he's probably a warm person who values relationships and who wants a family of his own. Nice. Number three, she's attentive. Let's put it this way. No Which matter one? how busy she is, she's not whipping out her Blackberry. If she's interested in what you have to say, if she's not checking her watch, email, or cell phone, it's just one more sign that she's paying attention to you, said James. When you like a guy, you're hanging on his every word. When you don't, you're distracted easily. I don't, I mean. What if she's got ADD? Are these, are these <laughs> it's true. It's a good point. Yeah, that's true. But this has to be like, I mean, obviously, it's, it's just into the first dating. Because yeah. this is, there's yeah, no fun. way that you can stay that attentive. I'd say these are all first dates. Your marriage is doomed. So this is strictly these, first date. first date, yeah. Okay, because, if like, normally I actually, like, the first date I'll bring, like, my uh, my notepad and take notes, you know. Um, give, so give yourself feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How am I doing? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Number four, she's touchy-feely. If you find your date engaging in a little physical contact along with Whitney Banter, chances are you've made a very good impression. And yeah. lastly, the date lasts longer than you expected. Wow. Ask any woman desperate to wind down a date, and she'll tell you she skips dessert or declines an afternoon drink. Naturally, then, she's having a great time and doesn't want to see you go. She'll gladly take away your suggestion and try the chocolate cake or join you at a wine bar for a nightcap. And if you've agreed to meet her for drinks and after a few cocktails, she takes you up on your offer of dinner... That's a bright green light, my friend. She sounds like a gold digger to me. <laughs> number, six. <laughs> number six. You wake up yeah. next to her. Yeah. Good <laughs> date. If uh, she asks you to go upstairs to give you the tour, it's a good sign. Is that actually that, written there? Yeah. No. Oh. I know that I haven't dated in a while. Um, but in my dating experience, I, I think I'm a good first date. Uh, and, I, and I have fun. And, and, uh, and I interact and uh, can talk without staring at cleavage or otherwise. Um, still glances. But uh, <laughs> what you just described was like the two nicest people on a date you know, <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Like the lady's like, um, if she wants to cut the, shape, uh, the date door, <laughs> if she wants to cut the date short, <laughs> my cue cards, just, they just misspelled it right I in front of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, no, uh, if she wants to cut the date short. Then she, you know, declines dessert like you offered it. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, the thing is, like these, these are yeah, the leave, leave it to Beaver most style. polite yeah. daters ever. When Jared's done, he just drops the fork and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Later, woman. Peace. Get you on the. This drops a couple bills on the table. 
Don't worry, I'll pay for the room. <laughs> <laughs> Get your own. Eight percent chivalry isn't dead. Uh, That's right. Yeah. So well, that is that is that good? That Did is, you guys have is, a good time? I had a great time. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. I had, a, I had a wonderful time. I learned a lot. At least thirty minutes fly by. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to be an adulterer. Uh, probably no, not no. going to date anytime soon. No, nope. I'm giving up on World of Warcraft. Yeah, and Jerry Lewis hates gay people. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank goodness. But they uh, love him. They uh, love, don't we all? Oh, oh yeah. Jerry Lewis. Cinderfella. Ladies! <laughs> I don't particularly like Jerry Lewis, Ladies! but that's me. So. All right, guys. Well, I'm Jared Burton. I'm Jason Spooner. Please remember to email us at three guys in the podcast at gmail.com or check out our blog spot at threeguysinthepodcast.blogspot.com. I'd like to welcome our guest and thank him so much for coming out. Austin De Palma, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, guys. You. One of the most talented young improv actors in Charlotte. Nice. And I'm Andy Smith. And we are Three, three Guys in a Podcast. podcast.